the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Buckle up and settle in for a full hour of automotive mayhem with the real car guy, master technician, Mark Salem, where the only two things we can't fix is a broken heart and the crack of dawn. To talk to Mark, call 602-508-0960. That's 602-508-0960. Now, once again, here's Mark. Welcome back, everybody, four minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock. And um, real quick, let me just tell you that one of the best transmission guys in the whole town is Automatic Transmission Exchange. He's at 40th Street in Washington, and Phil is like Barney Rubble. He's been around since Automatic Transmissions first came on the market. And you must understand that the fundamentals of Automatic Transmissions are pretty much the same. We're going to use speed or throttle to shift from first to second, second to third, and and then now we go third to overdrive and then third to lockup. And so those are those are there. Now we use computers where before we used engine vacuum and where the throttle where the pedal was at and the speed and all that other jazz. Phil's been around since day one and he's a good guy. Okay, real quick and I'm gonna get to Jasmine. Martin calls and he says that all the shops he go he goes to have red shop towels and he wanted to know why. That's a great question because there's so many different vendors out there that change our uniforms, change our fender covers, and dress us all the same. The service riders have a nice shirt with their name on it, and the technicians have yucky shirts with yucky pants because they're in the shop, and so forth and so on. Different vendors have different colors, and if all of them in your geographical area are uh, red, then typically it's going to be one vendor on all of them, and the vendors like the geographical area. My shop has gray shop towels. There's guys out there with brown shop towels, so it just matters on what uniform company are you dealing with. Jasmine, good morning. How can I help you? Hello, Mark. Um, you said you wouldn't, you couldn't help anyone with a broken heart? What? Yeah, that's true. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, I have a 94 GMC Sonoma uh, pickup truck. Okay. And it's it's running hot, hot, hot on my, at my legs. Like it's blowing hot air, but I don't have anything on. Could it be because it's needing something shielded on the, behind the wheels and underneath or wherever? Okay. Well, the, is is it an airflow that's real hot, or is it just the feeling of hot? Uh, it feels like an airflow, but I don't hear any sound of really air flowing. Okay. You know, I just okay. Yeah. Um, you you here's here's an idea. I want you to turn on your air conditioning as if it was the middle of the summer. Okay. Well, my air conditioner isn't very good so i never have it on and that's the problem too because it kind of slows the engine down if i ever turn it on but i usually have the windows down so it it seems to you know uh, it it hesitates when i have the air conditioner on and the air conditioner is no is not good it doesn't blow cold air you, you got a lot going on here you got a lot going on 
Oh, and it's an old truck, and I need it fixed yeah. right okay. now. You're going to have to take it to a shop, and you're going to uh-huh. have to tell them, I want to take you for a ride, Put your and you drive, and put your feet here, and we're going to go down, and it won't take more than a mile this way and a mile home, and you're going to have hot air or hot air or a heat on the on your feet that's abnormal. Then yes. I turn on the air conditioning, and this is what it does, and I want you to give me an estimate for the repair. Now, see, the reason I ask you if you could put it on, on floor is, is because sometimes there's a blend door, and the blend door either sends the cab of the car cold air, or it sends the cab of the truck or car hot air, or right. it's warm. So the door has three positions, hot air, medium-sized, you know, good air, and then cold air. So by moving that around, I can tell you whether the blend door is bad, and that would create heat on your feet. But then you said that it's your air conditioning is off when it's hap- when this is happening. So I'm thinking it might be the catalytic converter underneath the driver's feet that's running a little red. It's it's kind of abnormally hot. That would heat up the feet of the driver, and that means that up front and under the hood we're delivering way too much fuel to the engine for a variety of reasons, and we're overflowing the catalytic converter with gas, and it's getting very very hot and you're feeling that on your floorboard. So those are the kinds of things that you need to do. You just need to say, I got hot feet on the floorboard, and I've got this problem, and tell them what the symptoms are, and don't tell them that Mark Salem said to fix it this way. Just tell them that. What part of town do you live in? I'm in uh, uh, North Central Phoenix, uh, 7th Avenue in Camelback. Okay, 25th Street Auto. 25th Street Auto, look that up. His name is Billy. I would make an appointment and go see him and tell him that Mark Salem said he doesn't have a prayer in hell of fixing your car, but he thought he'd send you to him anyway, and Billy will laugh his butt off. Okay. See, he's a good guy, 25th Street Auto. I think he's at 25th Street in Indian School, something like that. He's a good guy. Close by. That's great. Yeah, so 25th Street Auto, his name's Billy, okay? All righty. Thank you so much, Mark. You bet, Jasmine. Darren, you're up next. How can I help you? Uh, yes, I got a Mark. I got a Mazda 2001 pickup. I got 250,000 miles on it. And my question is, how how long do these engines run? That's an easy question to answer. That's an easy question to answer. It's going to fail when you overheat it because the needle's in the red and you've got four more miles to go to home. That's going to cause the motor to die, <laughs> and it ain't okay. going to wake back up. If you run it low on oil until it clatters and then you say, well, I'm only 10 miles from my place and it clatters all the way to 10 miles, then the motor's going to be toast. The the real answer is this. You're going to replace the motor when you overheat it or you run it low on oil. Otherwise, the motor will easily go two to 300,000 miles. I just rolled over on my nine-year-old truck. I just rolled over 168,000 miles. Now, keep in mind, 168,000 miles is six times around the equator. And I drive Payson to Tempe a lot, back and forth with horses and and taking tractors down to have my son service them and stuff like that. So 99% of the engines we replace or work on heavy line have been damaged by the nut behind the wheel. They looked at the red light and they thought, well, I can still go home. And they didn't make it. Or they look at it's overheating and it's in the red zone and the needle's in the red zone and there's steam coming out from underneath the hood and they go, oh, I'm only two miles from home. 
Those are the motors we replace. There's lots of people out there with two and 300,000 miles motors, and, and they run almost as good as they did new. They're not blowing blue smoke out the tailpipe. They're not leaking oil like a sieve, and they pass emissions every year. There's lots of those out there. So if you won't overheat it and won't run it low on oil and you don't abuse it, you still got a lot of time on your car. Okay, great. Thank you very much. All righty. You bet, Darren. Chad, you're up next. How can I help you, Chad? Hey, Mark. Uh, good morning. Hey, I have a, um, a 2012 Dodge Ram uh, 1500 uh, Hemi, the 5.7 Hemi. And um, uh, I was over at Kurt's, had some work done. This was back in January. They said that uh, uh, my rear end was starting to, to whine. And Eric looked at it. He said that there was nothing in there. There was no no uh, tailings or anything in there, and he serviced it for me. And he said that it I'd probably I'd probably get a year out of it. And um, it's making a little bit more noise right now. And I was wondering, what are your thoughts on buying a uh, uh, a rear end from the junkyard and having it put in instead of rebuilding it? Okay, and how many miles has it got on it now? On uh, 113. Okay, okay. Well, you got three choices. Um, you can continue to drive it. Um, it'll do one of two things. It'll get worse or it won't. <laughs> That's all there is to it. It's going to get worse or it won't. You'll have enough sense when it's so drastically different in sound that you're not going to decide to drive to Albuquerque. So you can have the, the the differential rebuilt, and basically we're going to just pull the ring and pinion and the axle bearings out of it and replace all of those, or you can get a reconditioned, rebuilt axle, and it's the whole thing, or the third member, which is just the pumpkin inside. So you unbolt four, unbolt four bolts, and you pull out the, the uh, carrier, and then you pull out the pinion on the front side. You put the new pinion in with a new bushing and a new seal. Then you take the whole differential that's already been rebuilt and all the teeth are lined up. You put that in, put four bolts on it, and you're done. You put new fluid on it. You can also go to a wrecking yard and get a low um, a low miles differential and have that installed. But you need to make sure that you know the gear ratio of the one you have. And you can call auto parts stores and they can tell you by the VIN number what your gear ratio is. Because you can't afford to go from a 373 gear to a 456. The 373 will, will hardly be moving. The engine will hardly be working at 70 miles an hour. In a 456 rear end, it's going to be screaming like a dog, and your fuel economy is going to plummet. So you need to make certain that you get the right differential for your truck. And Eric can tell you what it is because he can look on the VIN number, or he, he'll figure out that. And you can say, I want you to build a rebuilt, I want you to bid a rebuilt one, and I want you to bid a used one, a low miles used one. And so under the best of conditions, maybe you'll find something at 40,000 miles, and uh, the differential's pristine, and you put the whole thing in. So those are your options. Okay, so um, um, when I when, when they were there, they gave me an estimate. I, I'd have to go back and look at the estimate, but I think they were just, just going to redo the redo the whole thing i just spent nine thousand dollars on rebuilding the engine and the estimate was at 2500 bucks and i was like geez i'm gonna have more money in the truck than what i paid for it six years ago <laughs> uh, okay 
Okay, and 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 real quick, what you how much you pay for it six years ago? Uh, Fourteen. How much did you pay for it six years ago? Fourteen thousand. Okay, fourteen thousand. Okay, divided by six years times twelve is seventy-two months. So you drove it about two hundred miles a month, based on your mileage. And and to be honest with you, that's a pretty good deal. <laughs> and so I, I don't know what to tell you. I think you should talk to Eric and say, and Eric is capable of this. There's three or four of my guys that don't rebuild differential because they don't have that talent. You have to line the teeth up perfectly. The ring and the pinion have to touch perfectly. And you use a blue stain to see how the teeth jive. Eric can pull that off. He may be just saying, I'm going to get a, a rebuilt third member, which is just the thing in the middle. I'm going to unbolt yours. I'm going to slide one in, and we're done. Or he might say, I'm going to take yours apart. I'm going to put new axle bearings in it. I'm going to put a new ring and pinion in it. I'm going to put a new pinion bearing in it. We basically rebuild it, and it's going to be a little bit more. Those are your options. And if you want to buy a used one, then you're taking a big responsibility. You're saying, I'm going to go buy a right. used one, and I don't have the ability to check the backlash on it or to smell the fluid or to peek through the, the uh, fill hole with a flashlight. And so you'd put that in, and it it may have a worse whine than one you have, or it has a beginning whine, or it's got a bad clunk to it. So um, I'd probably stick with a low mileage used one of the same gear ratio, or have somebody replace, pull the pumpkin and replace all the gears and bearings and put it back in. And it, that takes a special person, and it's you're not going to have your oil change guy do that because he's not going to know how to set up the ring and pinion. But guys sure. like Eric, who are master techs, they know how to do that. Well, one last one last thing. So as far as the uh, the noise goes, it, it's not it's not bad, but it's definitely noticeable. So just um, it, it's gonna it's gonna. When it goes bad, I'm going to know because it's going to make it's going to make a lot more noise. It, it's saying. going to grow in noise. The noise is what it is now, and it's going to grow in noise. So it's going to get a little louder every couple of months, perhaps barely noticeable. You could get another fifty thousand miles out of a differential that just starts howling. Now the question is: is is it the ring and pinion? The teeth are howling, or is it one of the bearings is howling? And so, you know, you might want to say to Eric, if it's one of the bearings, if it's the carrier bearings or an axle bearing, let's just do those. And he says, no, you can't because I peeked inside there and we've got ring and pinion wear. So I need to do the axle bearings, which is not part of a, you know, a differential replacement. But um, I, I need to rebuild the third member or, or buy a rebuilt one on the third member. And, and basically, he's probably going to say that because you've got noise already and the noise means the noise. So I got to run, but right now we've got Raphael is next. So Raphael, you stay right there, 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960, and we'll be right back. Take the Patriot with you wherever you go. The 960 The Patriot mobile app, your Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and Odyssey.com. It's your voice of reason 24-7. Tune in to The Wealth Lab with Don Spini and Ashley Patterson. Now's the time to hunker down and start being real cautious and real smart. Real advice for real retirees going through real situations. We've got all the time in the world now when we retire and we want to be able to go out and enjoy that time. Make the most out of your retirement. Tune into The Wealth Lab with Don and Ashley. Sundays at 9 a.m. and 11 a.m. right here on 960 The Patriot. 
Adopt U.S. Kids presents Multiple Choice Parenting. You're bringing your daughter to her favorite pop star's concert. Do you A, wear earplugs? Isn't this fun, Dad? I have a soft pretzel. B, remember the moment with matching concert t-shirts. That's going to be 180 bucks. Or we can just take a photo. C, show her how you used to do concerts. We're going crowd surfing. I can't. It's too heavy. Oh, my God. Or D, just roll with it. Woo, Justin, look at us from here. Justin, Justin, OMG. He just looked, I love you, Justin. I love you. When it comes to parenting, there are no perfect answers. But that's okay, because you don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. Teens in foster care will love you just the same. For more information on how you can adopt, visit adoptuskids.org slash AZ. A public service announcement from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt U.S. Kids, and the Ad Council. My early Alzheimer's diagnosis was hard to take. But it gave my mom and me more time to plan together. Talk to your family about seeing a doctor. Go to alz.org slash time to talk. A message from the Alzheimer's Association and the Ad Council. Charlie Kirk here. It is critical we keep AM radio in all cars and all trucks. More than 80 million Americans depend on AM radio for news, weather, and opinions. AM is also the backbone of the emergency alert system, keeping you advised of threatening weather conditions and amber alerts. Text AM to number 52886. Tell Congress that we need AM radio in our cars. Again, text AM to the number 52886. Standard message and data rates may apply. Welcome back, everybody. 21 minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock. Raphael, I'm going to get to you real quick. But let me tell you the phone number is 602-508-0960. 602-508-0960. If you'd like to join us, you can. That's how you do it. I have two lines out of five that are busy, so I have three open lines. Raphael, how can I help you? Yeah, thank you for taking my call. I have a 95 F-150. It's got a, just turned 139,000 miles on it. It's uh, got the 5.0. Uh, when it when you drive it, it's just good. When you hit the last gear, it kind of get a little bit of a lull, RPM shoot a little bit. I just wonder if, uh, if that's anything to really be concerned about. Yeah. It, could it be called a shutter? Otherwise, it's first gear goes, and then when you hit high gear or you hit lock up on the converter, there's a, and then it locks. Is that kind of what you're talking about? Um. I would say it shifts really smooth, uh, but just that last gear, it kind of, you know, it just like a little low RPM shoot up just a, just a hair to 3,000, and that's about it. And the last 13 years, I've been driving standard, so I just kind of, I don't trust trans- automatic transmissions too much. Okay. What you need is somebody to just drive it. And first, they're going to sit, you just say, sit in the passenger seat, and I'm going to show you how to do it, and then I want to switch places with you. So do you have a shop that will do that for you? I think the last automatic shop I went to was Adolph in Glendale. Oh, he's he is if he's still in business, he's been around since Jesus was a baby. So if yeah, they're still, if it's they're a, still open. If, yeah, if it's Adolph, you just call him up and say, "How long have you been in business?" And if they say in thirty or forty years, then it's the Adolph that I started with back in the seventies. And and he's a top dog. And all oh, you want him to drive it and tell you what you think. So you might drive it first and show him what it does and then switch places. And then he'll want to drive. That's something that typically we do for free as long as you don't 
as the owner of the shop, you're not going to take my guy for a 30-minute drive while you try to make it happen. That's not going to happen. So, you know, I don't want to do that. But if you can make it happen every time, then here's one of my guys, and you got about 15 minutes and come on back. So that's it, okay? All right, well, thank you much. Okay, you bet. Yeah, Adolph says he's been around a long time. He's a good guy. Jim, you're up next. How can I help you? Yes, Mark, I have a question. Uh, we just recently bought a 2019 uh, Chevy Tahoe. has 73,000 miles on it, and it looks like they replaced all four tires with Bridgestones on it. The problem we're having is it sounds like the front driver's side tire, it sounds like a, it sounds like a snow tire Okay. as it's driving, but then when you turn slightly to the right, that, that noise will go away. Okay. As the road turns to the right, the, the noise goes away. But okay. as soon as you turn back straight, there it is again. Okay, okay. What happens if you turn left gently? Still got the noise or not? I tried that too. Still got the noise. It's only on the right. When you turn right is when the noise goes away. Okay, so you turn right, the noise goes away, and you turn left, and the noise is, noise is there. Okay, I, I, I don't have enough time to digest all this, but I can tell you that there's a whole lot of us out there that can drive that, and we're going to say to you, because it changes from turning left to turning right, it's going to be the inner or outer bearing. And then the next question is, is which side of the truck is it going, coming from? Is it from the driver's side or is it the passenger side? So two technicians get it, and they take it for a drive, and the first one goes left and right, and they both hear it on one and not hear it on the other. Then they switch places, and the other technician drives it, and both of them, and then they go, okay, it's the outer on the right front. It's the inner on the left front. So you just replace the bearings and you're done. Sounds good. Okay, good luck Appreciate to you. Appreciate your help. You betcha, you betcha. All righty, so we have a noise on wheel bearings. And I just write this down because oftentimes people will say, well, you had a call and I'll look at my log and do that. So we have open line 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. And if you didn't know that, I just had to sneeze. And so I turned my mic down. Folks, it's it's really great when the customer, whether it's a man or a woman, comes in and they say, and it's not Monday morning or Friday nights for obvious reasons. They come in on Wednesday at 11 o'clock and they say, I'm your customer and I can, I can make this noise happen. So is it okay if I just, I promise to borrow your technician for just five minutes or less. I can make it happen. So I'm going to show him how to make it happen and then maybe he wants to drive it and make it happen. And uh, is that okay? You know, that that's okay for all of us. If you're a customer and we recognize you or we look at your customer file like us, we have 40,000 customers. And if your your number is, you know, <laughs> if it's a four-digit number, you've been with us for a long time. And if it's a low number, you know, we just look at your customer number. And we know exactly you've been in here a lot of times. And, yes, the answer is yes. Not on Monday mornings or Friday afternoons, but yes. I'll, Eddie, come here. Eddie, take a ride with her, and she's got a noise, and she's going to show you how to make it. Would you do that? And, Eddie, don't spend the rest of your time, your day, you know, driving around, okay? So, And he's going to laugh, and he's going to go, I never do that. And so he's going to get in the car with you, and he's going to say, first, you show me what you do, and then I'll get in the driver's seat, and I'll, I'll do a more diagnostic uh, drive. That's how it works. As long as you can make it happen. A friend of mine called me not too long ago, and uh, he's up here in Payson. And Art says, you know, I got this noise in the car, and I need you to look at it. Well, 
three and a half days later, and we many stops at different restaurants. <laughs> we can't get the car <laughs> to make any noise. And then he calls me a couple of days later, and he goes, oh, well, the noise is related to the use of air conditioning. Well, that's an important situation. So then we drive it, and the idler pulley on the compressor is bad. So he just needs to pull the front plate off of it, probably replace the face plate, which has the bearing in it, and you're okay. But you better make sure it's that front bearing because the compressor makes a similar noise when it's grenading, when it's coming apart from the inside. So that's where experience and gray hair kind of helps, is do we have an idler pulley underneath the pulley, or is the clutch making noise? Because that's just take off one big and put another one on. Or is the compressor coming apart, and it only happens during air conditioning application, and I notice that it's speed-related, and it's got a heavy howling to it, and when I turn the clutch on and off, the cl- on, the noise is there, and the clutch off, it's, it's not there. Well, that means it's not the idler pulley, it's a compressor. And so, but still, there's a cost associated with this kind of, with the dialogue, because you're taking a technician that might make thirty, thirty-five, forty dollars an hour of the one seventy-five shop rate, and you're taking him out of service while you go test drive your car. And obviously, Monday mornings and Friday afternoons are kind of out of the question. But the rest of the times, it, it's not. And and if you've never been to the shop, then you can stop by and say, I live close by. And when you have a technician available, can I zip over here and I can show you the noise? And I'm, I'm sure he's going to want to drive it after I show him the noise. And they sometimes say, we got time right now. Fred, come on up here. Take a ride with Mr. Salem. And uh, and he's got a noise and he says he can make it happen all the time. Okay. So though that's what happens if we're real busy, and many of us are right now. I mean, I think we're booked more than 10 days in advance. I can't explain why. I can just tell you we are swamped, and so is everybody else we know. Everybody else we know is just having a tough time just keeping up with the appointments that we've made. At our shop, we take probably 25 to 30 a day. We have 20 bays. We have lots of technicians. But even then, we're behind because, it tar- you know, we bid it for 10 minutes, and it turns out to 10 hours. We'll be back. Do you ever find yourself asking if you and your spouse have gone from soulmates to roommates? Especially if you're anything like we were. Boy, we sure had our fair share of ups and downs. But we understood that a marriage is a sacred promise, and every one of us needs all the help we can get to keep our bond strong. That's why we attended Salem Media's Resist the Drift, a two-day marriage conference featuring doctors Greg and Aaron Smalley from Focus on the Family. They brought their great experience and wonderful wisdom into our union, reigniting the spark of passion and love we used to share. Thanks to Resist the Drift, our marriage is stronger than ever, and we've rekindled the romantic fire of our youth. You too can resist the drift apart in your marriage by attending this unique conference August 25th and 26th at Central Christian Church in Gilbert. This weekend's conference will protect a strong and godly marriage in a fallen world where marriages are constantly under attack. Tickets for Resist the Drift are available right now at 960thepatriot.com. This August 25th and 26th at Central Christian Church in Gilbert. That's 960thepatriot.com. Don't miss it. We're here early before they wake up. We stay late. We stay informed. We invest in the latest technology. We take the time to train the next generation of doctors and nurses. We work together to make sure we heal their bodies and their minds. We do this not because it's our job, but because this is about our veterans' lives. 
This is our mission. More than 300,000 of us working as one, together with families and loved ones. No matter where they live in this country, we'll be there. We all come together and stand together to serve our veterans. We stand strong, united. Stand with us in caring for our veterans. Hey kids, let mom help with your science project. This new mom wants her kids' science project to thrive. Too bad she hasn't cracked a science book since 1985. A metathesis reaction? Compounds, mixtures, and elements. Even this baking soda volcano is too big of an experiment. Whoa. Now she's completely forgotten the periodic table. Now she's burning a hole through the kitchen table. Burning with science. But her kids' love for the mom is truly transparent. Proof you don't have to be perfect to be the perfect parent. Don't tell Dad. You don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. Thousands of siblings in foster care will take you just as you are. For more information on how you can adopt, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A public service announcement from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, AdoptUSKids, and the Ad Council. Hi, I'm Danica Patrick and proud aunt. Watching my nieces grow, play, and learn is amazing. But not every child gets to be carefree. One in six kids in the U.S. are hungry. One in six. That little girl sitting alone at the playground, she can't play like the other kids. She doesn't have the energy because she's hungry. School lunch will be her only meal today. It breaks my heart that this is the reality in our country. But it's something that Feeding America is working to change. Each year, the Feeding America network of food banks rescues billions of pounds of good food that would have gone to waste. This food is then provided to families and children in need. Being a kid should be about using your imagination, learning, and having fun. These children shouldn't have to miss out on simply being a kid because they're hungry. To find out how you can help end childhood hunger in your community, visit feedingamerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. It's look my clock. Thirty-four minutes after the hour, eleven o'clock. We got open lines available if you'd like to join us. 602-508-0960. 602-508-0960. I want to tell you something that somebody brought to my attention the other day of the shops that I recommend to you. Let me tell you why. Okay, Action Auto started in 1983. So if I'm not mistaken, that's 40-some years in business. Automatic transmission's been in business 53 years. Auto Dynamics, 1982, they opened up. Then we got Kurtz Auto Repair, 36 years. Larry Harker's, 56 years. Strictly Diesel, at least 15 years. And Thompson's Auto Repair in Mason, 1970. So that's 30 plus 23. He's been around, too. I'm not picking shops to tell you about because they pay me money, they pay me a lot of money. I need the senior guys. I want to feel comfortable talking about those shops in front of you. And so that's the reason we do it. And it's the, it answers the number one question. It starts this way. Mark, where's your shop? And then our answer is always going to be, where do you live? Well, I live up on Indian School in Central. Harker's is at 38th Avenue in Indian School. 
He's right down the street from you. Bob and Ellen know a lot about cars. They're not going to let you down. They're good people. I'm personal friends with them. We've gone to dinner together. They have scruples. They know right from wrong, and they have great technicians. So that's kind of it starts. Everybody wants to know where I'm at, and I just want to know where you're at. And the best thing I can do since 1968 when I started doing, 1988 when I started doing radio, was that the general manager said, if you think you're going to have a two-hour commercial on your sh- about your shop you got another thing coming you take care of their needs not your needs and i said okay and that's how we began the best car repair shops it's i can refer you to someone close by and you can find that at marksalem.com is the best car repair shops marksalem.com gil we don't have anybody in queue do we actually we do uh, just spoke with larry he's ready to talk to you larry good morning and larry hold on just a minute 602-508-0960 if you'd like to talk about a car problem 602-508-0960 we have four lines available right now but i'm going to take the fifth one and talk to larry larry good morning good morning to you sir and it's a pleasure to speak with you uh i got a um nissan Sentra year 206 and the problem is, it's been for a while, maybe two or three years, same problem. I never could have figured it out. Um, in the morning when I start, it's no problem. When I drive the car for a few miles, uh, let's say I go to grocery shopping and then I park it and I come back, I have to turn the engine in key at least three times to get to start it again. Okay. Okay. Um, and when you go 70 miles an hour, does it go 70 miles an hour with no problem? No, it doesn't go 70. I don't drive so fast. You know, I don't. Okay. Well, how I fast do you drive? And uh, top speed, 60. Top speed. Okay. Oh, fine, fine. Well, you see, here's why I'm asking you. When you have a problem like you have, it's either going to be related to fuel pressure, ignition system, or compression. Those three things. Now, with compression, you're going to have a rough idle, and you haven't said anything about that. And no, if you I have an, a I fuel problem, you're going to have a substandard fuel flow, and you haven't given me symptoms for that either. So that kind of leaves us with an electrical issue. So you might have that when it's hot, I have to crank it a long time to get it to start. That's the terminology you need to use. When the engine's hot and I run in and I buy my wife a case of beer and by the time I get out, it takes a long time to start my car. But in the morning, it starts right up. We all know spark or fuel. That's it, spark or fuel. Or how does it idle? Well, when it does idle, it idles fine. Does it go, or does it go, no, it's just steady idle. Good, that means compression's off the table. So now is when you... When you have a hot restart problem, and that's the terminology, hot restart problem, it's either going to be spark or fuel. Once you get it running and it runs fine, it's not likely to be fuel, but it could be ignition. The ignition system's got a defect in the coil and the pickup assembly and the module, and it doesn't like to be hot. And so, really and truly, all we're going to do is drive it till it stops running, and then we're going to pull a spark plug wire and see if it's got spark, and if it doesn't, it's probably going to be the ignition system, or the ignition module, I should say. But I don't want you to go buy an ignition module just because the guy on the radio guessed that that was it. Right. So, it really is a matter of, 
I need to have the the shop owner says, I need to have your car. I need to drive it. I'm going to pull it into the bay after I go drive it for 5, 10, 15 minutes, and then I'm going to shut it off, and I, you're going to tell me to wait a minute, or, or you went into the post office and you came back out eight minutes later. I'm going to wait eight minutes, and then I'm going to put my equipment on there, and I'm going to look for spark and fuel, and when I hit the key, I'm going to be missing one of them. Or the EGR stuck open, and, and, and then all I have to do is figure that out. So... It, and this is going to be one of those things that's going to cost you $30, $70, but it's likely to be 30 to find it and a dollar to fix it or $70 and $5 to fix it. Right, that's, right. You can't count on that, but it mm-hmm. sounds as though because it's, it's only when it's hot that it might be something simple. Most likely you have to take it to the shop and let somebody research it. You're going to have to, and you're going to have to say to them, I can make it happen. Every th- it's, I start at cold, so I'm going to leave it overnight here. And you're going to start it up, and you need to drive it at least five miles. And you guys are close to the freeway, so maybe he can go down two or three exits and turn around and come back. Then you park it, and then I go into the to to the store, and I get a couple things, and I'm gone maybe 10, 15 minutes, and I come out, and all it does is go, but it won't go, so it mm-hmm. cranks, but it doesn't catch. If you do that, they'll find it with no problem. They'll hook a fuel pressure gauge up to it. They know what spark is supposed to be. So, And when it doesn't start, they'll open the hood real quick, check for spark of fuel. You'll be missing one of them, and then they'll bid the work. Sounds good. Well, thank you so much for your advice. And I think uh, I got a couple of phone numbers that you suggested. One is over there, Happy Valley or Deer Valley guy. Uh-huh. Yep. So I might just take it to him. I forgot his oh. first name. Come mm-hmm. somebody you know, you it's okay to talk with anybody. Like if you come to my shop, you're going to talk to Annie, my daughter, or Eddie, the shop yeah. foreman, or you're going to talk to my son. Because I'm usually upstairs, and uh, my wife's yelling at me, and I'm too embarrassed to come down with all my bruises. Okay? Right, right. Okay. What's, uh, what's, the, what's the address your shop in case I decide to go? I'm on the other side of the world from you. I'm down oh, in South not- Tempe. But let me tell you, there's two shops right there that are best of friends. You got, mm-hmm. um, you got. Kurt's Automotive, and he's at Bell on I-17, and then you've got, um, and I'm pretty sure you're talking about, let me see here, Action Auto, which is Deer Valley on I-17. So Tom at Action Auto or Kurt at Kurt's Auto, either one of those guys can fix your car. Mm -hmm. Okay, I got it right here. Thank you so much for your time. We're going to miss you, Mark. Uh, Thank you very much for saying that. I've been listening to the show for a while, so I know you're leaving, so and it's just time. I've been doing radio since 1988. I haven't had a Saturday off since 1988. So I'm okay. It's just time to let some other young bucks take over. And I don't know who that's going to be. And I don't want you folks to compare me to them or them to me. Just give them a chance. Just listen to what they say. And if and I'm not the guru of car repair and I'm not the guru of radio. Um, I'm pretty experienced in radio, but... Um, if they say, if every other word out of their mouth is, is, you need to come to my shop, you need to come to my shop, you need to come to my shop, that's something I find offensive. I think if you're going to take care of somebody on the radio, you send them to the closest shop that you can vouch for. And that's what I've done all my life. All my radio years, I send you to where you know you need to be. So when, the lines are open, 602 and we'll be right back. 
As a former congressman and the ranking member on the Judiciary Committee of the U.S. House of Representatives, Doug Collins knows what it means to fight for what he believes. And on every episode of the Doug Collins podcast, he'll explore all topics from politics to life advice and blend them together for a well-rounded discussion that you can use to get the most out of your life. The Doug Collins Podcast. Subscribe today on Apple, Google, Spotify, and at SalemPodcastNetwork.com. If you're like most people retiring today, you can't just live on Social Security alone. And most don't have a pension. So how do you achieve a certain level of retirement income? Tune in Sundays at 8 a.m. for the Bright Wealth Management Show with Matt Degas. Learn how to protect your principal, lock in your gains, avoid probate, and generate income that you can't outlive. Create your own personal pension. Take the right financial steps towards a lasting retirement. That's the Bright Wealth Management Show with Matt Degas, Sundays at 8 8 a.m. Whoa, a new digital music player. Thanks, Mom. Oh, I'm glad you like it, because I can't wait to toss the big stereo. And now that we got your dad that big HD TV he wanted, we can throw out our old TV, too. Hold up. You can't just throw out electronics. Really? They need to be recycled or donated. And how would we do that? <laughs> it's so easy, Mom. Today, recycling electronics is just as easy as buying them. GreenerGadgets.org has all the info. We just enter our zip code to find a certified recycling center nearby. There are thousands of them, and new ones are being added all the time. Some of our local stores are even certified recycling locations. I like that. Did you know that some of the stuff in our old electronics could be used to make new products and conserve natural resources? Well, okay then. Let's gather them up. Um... What was that website again? GreenerGadgets.org. We just enter our zip code and go. Welcome back to everybody. 44 minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock. Jason, you stay right there. Got a little business to take care of. Folks, we go through my list of car repair shops that I tell you about. Strictly Diesel Service and Repair. He's up at I-17 and Pinnacle Peak Road. Nate is the one of the best guys I've ever met for your Chevy, your Ford, and your Dodge trucks, your diesels. He is really, really good. So if you have a problem with your your Dodge or your Dodge uh, diesel or your Duramax and your Chevrolet or your Ford uh, uh, diesel motor, then Nate's the guy that <clears throat> Nate's the guy that you should talk to. Then you got Thompson's Auto Repair, which has been in business 53 years. And they're in Mesa and on Main Street in Stapley. Brian and Thelma own and operate uh, Thompson's Auto Repair. And if you're waiting on by Brian or Thelma, you will understand that the warmth they have for their customers. They are a great couple. They're married. They've been around a very long time. And both of them come from families who ran gas stations in the 60s and the 70s and the 80s. So they've been around the smell of gasoline. They've seen Daddy come to work or come home with grease underneath his fingernails. And they have that same drive. So Thompson's is a great place. Last is Larry Harker's Auto. He's been at 38th Avenue in Indian School. He's one of the big dogs out there, 56 years in business. And Bob and Ellen own and operate, and they have some wonderful technicians. So if you're near 38th Avenue and Indian School, Larry Harker's Auto Repair is the place I think you should go if you don't already have a shop you love. Jason, good morning. How can I help you? Hey, good morning, Mark. From hot, sunny Phoenix. Yes. Um, we've got a family car here that's a nineteen or a 2011 uh, Kia Sorento, four-cylinder. 
uh, got about 120,000 miles on it. Um, we have a intermittent start condition with it. Your previous caller had something kind of similar, um, but we've had it to the dealer. What it, well, here's what it does. Uh, I'd say every 10 to 15 starts, doesn't matter if it's hot or cold, uh, sitting out in the sun or in the garage, um, just when it chooses to, you hit the, it's got the push button start. You have uh-huh. a key fob and then a push button start on it. And you hit the starter button on it. All the lights come on normally. You hit the starter button on it. And when it normally starts at about two turns and it's off and running, uh, okay. did you, when it's off and running, when it acts up, you hit the start button and it'll crank uh, until it, you let off on the starter. Sometimes it will try to run. Uh, I've tried it already just to stay on it and see what it will actually do. And it'll, it seems like it's kind of like starving for fuel to me. I don't think it's okay. ignition, but it could okay. be computer related. Okay. But no, when you not. let off it's... on the starter, when it's doing this, every time you do that, you let off the starter right away. If it doesn't fire right up, the second time, 100% of the time, it just hits right off like normal and runs like normal. Okay. I, I put this in one sentence. Every once in a while, and usually when it's warm, the car has extended cranking. That's it. It's got extended cranking. You, you give way too much information until they start asking you for information. But you have an extended hot crank. That's all there is to it. So, do you have a shop that you do business hot, with? Hot crank meaning what? The car is when hot. The car is warm? No. Yes. I mean, it can be cold overnight. Okay, so It'll is it cold or hot, or is it both? Mm-hmm. Is it it's cold both. or hot or both? Both. Okay, then you say that. Does it make any difference mm-hmm. if it's hot or if it's cold? I have an extended cranking time, and it takes a while for it to crank and start. Okay. How many, there's only two systems that are causing this. The electrical system, spark plugs, coils, p- distributor pickup, crankshaft uh, sensor, all that, or fuel. Mm-hmm. So right. most of the time the shop is going to hook a fuel gauge on it and tape it to the windshield. And then they're going to drive it in the morning. They're going to drive it at 10. They're going to drive it at 2. They're going to drive it at 4. And sooner or later, if it's a fuel problem, they're going to hit the key, and instead of the fuel pressure jumping to 40 PSI, it goes to 10. And so they cycle mm-hmm. the key a couple of times, and then all of a sudden it goes to 40, and the car starts right up. Well, we got a problem with the fuel pump or the backflow valve or the relief valve. or the it, you know we, we send 50 pounds forward, and then we're going to send 10 pounds back. So we only want 40. So that's, that's what right. happens, and the diagnostic fee is going to be somewhere between 50 and 100 bucks. And then they're going to call you with an estimate. So you just say, I got an extended crank. It doesn't make any difference. It's hot or cold. It goes, and it won't start. But in the morning, sometimes, I don't have that problem. But if it's, if it's most all the time, then it's probably going to be a fuel pressure problem. But if it's just, if it, there's temperature related and the motor's been warm, and it happens, or the motor's cold and it happens, and it doesn't happen when it's warm. That's all perfect information for the shop. No. But you have an extended Is something like this normally register as some kind of an event in the computer? No. It would be a a computer log on it for them? The computer's not going to have a code for that. 
No, no and it's car. not a computer either. If the car will go 100 miles an hour on the freeway on a Sunday morning, you don't have a computer control problem. If the car will do 100 miles an hour, 80 miles an hour, 50 miles an hour, and you don't have a check engine light, it ain't a computer problem. So, you know, if you get on the Internet and everybody's guessing that you need a new computer, let me tell you, the chances of you needing a computer are 1 in 10,000. Okay. I can't uh, make can it any clearer that than I'll that. Check that off. Yeah, okay. well, that's yeah, check, kind of check a big that question. So. Yeah, Mr. Google is wrong about 99% <laughs> of the time, and, and, and it's <laughs> it's just a sad situation. But in your case, it's yeah. got to be fuel. It's got to be fuel. It's got to be I fuel. I agree with that. And the question is, 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 what, is it a pressure problem? And it's 9 out of 10 of them have a pressure problem. And you've got 120,000 miles on it, so you've been around the equator five times. So that's a lot of startups and a lot of driving, and the fuel pump's running the entire time the wheels are moving. And that fuel pump's in the tank, and it's bathed and cooled by gasoline. Well, I can tell you at 120,000 miles, if you run off the bottom third of your tank or the bottom fourth of your tank, there are times the fuel pump is exposed to the air. It doesn't like that. Right. And so we want it cooled and lubricated by the gasoline in your car. So we got college students out there that typically see how far they can flirt with the E. <laughs> and we do fuel oh, yeah. pumps on them once a year because they're being stupid. Right. So that's that's the yeah. thing. Do you have a shop that you like? Well, there's a dealer near us. We have it under a maintenance contract. Okay. So we tend to take it to the dealer for okay. checkups. All right. Well, I, I per, more personally, you're going to talk to the service rider, and, the, and chances of them uh, putting a gauge on there and maybe letting you drive it for a couple of days are slim and none. Or they're putting a gauge on right. it, or you telling them, "I need you to check fuel pressure," and they're just going to laugh at you, even though that you and I have had this long conversation. And I'm a master tech, and probably been a longer master tech than anybody at your dealership. I'm 68 years old. And I've been yep. a master tech for a very, very long time. Master tech means there's 10, 12 classes, about 12 different sections of the car. I've passed all of them every five years, all of the car, bumper to bumper. So that it's just a really a matter of if if I've got 38,000 customers, and if one of them came in with this, the first thing we'd do is slap a fuel uh, gauge on it, and we'd tape it to the windshield, and we'd say, keep mm-hmm. an eye on the f- fuel flow. Just keep an eye. You hit the key, and the the gauge doesn't move, and I want you to cycle the key on and off, on and off, on and off. And then all of a sudden, on the third yeah. time, boom, the gauge pops up. Oh, maybe I know it's how a, to do that. And maybe it's the fuel pump relay because all of a sudden right. the gauge popped up. So maybe it's a fuel pump relay. So, you know, and then I say, well, right. I'm going to plug in a relay, and let's see how that happens. Oh, and you say, no, it's still doing the same thing. Okay, we need to do a fuel pump. That's that's how and it's going to The relay work. is under the hood. Um, the relay, it's in the fuse panel. Fuse, yeah, yeah, fuse panel. So if you want, you can go buy a new fuse. Uh, another thing you can do is, is if it's cranking and it won't catch, open the hood, take it, the handle of a screwdriver, and hit the the uh, the uh, relay like this. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, okay. if it starts up, then replace the relay, and I just saved you $50, $60, $70 in diagnostic money. Okay. All righty? Yeah, that makes sense. All righty. Well, good luck to you, Jason. We replaced the crank position center sensor on there about a year ago, and that fixed some issues we were having at the time. It runs flawlessly now, except for this. So, um, well, there's two different reasons. Probably, the crank, yeah, the crankshaft it. position sensor, tells the computer when to send spark. 
when to send spark and also when to open and close the injectors. So the injectors are going pst, 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 and the computer controls that. And it also controls the timing. So it advances the timing when it depends on your the engine vacuum and your right foot and your speed. So it's completely different than what you're describing. You got a cold crank problem or a hot crank problem intermittent and that has nothing to do with the computer. And, or the, yeah, I, or, the, or the pickup assembly or the coils or the spark plugs. It has nothing to do with any of that. Okay. All righty. Well, hey, good luck to you. you've given us some good input here, so appreciate it. Okay, you bet. And that's the reason why you should have a relationship with one shop. Um, and you want somebody that's been in business a while. You want somebody who has a whole bunch of ASE certified technicians or ASE master technicians. You see... I think it's 10, there's 10 different categories, and you can be certified in air conditioning, you can be certified in fuel systems, you can be certified in electrical, all that stuff. But a master tech has passed all of those tests, and everybody has to recertify every five years. And so a master tech is the guy that has a well-rounded idea of the fuel, but there's a lot of guys out there that are transmission experts, and they're, they don't have to know anything about fuel injection, so they'll just get a master, or they'll become a a transmission ASE certified transmission repair and an expert in that in that transmission. So that's kind of how it works with respect to uh, what how our industry is. But um, in, let me tell you this: I the the money we'll pay a master technician is significantly higher than someone who has no ASE certifications, and it's just a little bit higher than somebody who has a couple of ASE certifications. So if he's got an air conditioning certification and he has, has a fuel deli or fuel um, drivability, um, uh, he's passed the drivability test, then we like him because he's got two of the big tests that we need. Transmission repair, transmission re uh, rebuild, transmission symptoms, those things at our shops, they happen twice a week. And we process 10 to 20 cars a day. So you can see that it's just not something that... And besides, we're supported by two transmission shops, and the owners of those two shops are wizards with transmissions. And so we say, hey, Alger, come on over here and take my car for a drive, and if you need it 24 hours, keep it. But this is what it's doing, and the customer says this is what it's doing. So he calls back and he says, it took me six hours to figure this out, but this is what's wrong with it, and this is how much you need to charge the customer. Or you can leave it here, call the customer, tell them this is what I'm bidding it at, and then... I'll do it, and he can pick it up at your shop. So that's kind of how it works. Everybody works together because very few of us are going to do transmissions, air conditionings, differentials, front steering, suspension, uh, fuel delivery, all that stuff. They're, we're going to be better in some categories than we're not. My email address is mark at marksalem.com, mark with a K, at marksalem, like the cigarette, dot com. And if you have a question, then you can tell me a short version Tell me what kind of car you have, how many miles it's got on it, and then tell me what's going on, and then leave me your phone number. I will call you back sometime in the next 24 hours, but I'm calling from a blocked line. And if you answer the phone, I'm going to say, this is Mark Salem. Have you got time to talk? So you don't hang up on me. But if you do hang up on me because you think I'm a vendor or I'm some scammer or spammer, then I'll just call back or I'll leave a message and I'll call back in five minutes. So that's how I kind of work. 602-508-0960 is for the station, and that's every Saturday from 10 to 12. But I'm available, Mark, at MarkSalem.com. Uh, I'll get back to you just as quick as I can. Thanks for spending your Saturday with me. 
Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.